Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. <laughs> I wish, I wish people could see this. I think I, I have, we definitely have to take pictures. I take them now, but I can't move my hands. Otherwise, the microphone will slip down. Oh, see, it works good this way. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Okay, to shy shot. And so begins. Okay. And so it begins. And so begins the and literal so it begins. pillow talk. Pillow talk. Talking to the pillows, towards the pillows, in to the pillows. Yes, one hundred two point seven. The softness. The pillow talk. Yeah, we were we were just talking about Miles and how Miles was saying that you know the sound quality, you know, um, without having mic stands can sometimes suffer. And then I suffer that they're heavy and they're really heavy. The TSA and, and they give me the third degree every time I go through, you know, customs security wherever I am. They pull them out. They look at them. They're like, "No, why would you need these?" Uh, and I'm like, "Well, I, you know, I do a show. Um, I have a lot of different great guests, and it's important for me to, you know, have these mic stands." And they're like, oh, yeah. and they, "Then they bring someone else over, yeah, and then they look at them, and they inspect them, and they." I think you got to find ones that are so now nice or check a bag. So now I would never do that. Why would you never? So why now I would you, never you're one check of those a people. Why is that? Well, you know what? Two reasons. One, uh, if you've ever had your luggage lost and never found, right. yeah, I have. You never go back. Is Number what two, you're carrying that important? What's inside the bag is worth maybe twenty three dollars. Uh huh. Right, but. The time spent replacing your outfit that you might wear on stage. So you're going to tell a story later about yeah. logic and looking yeah. at the long term. Yeah. I check a bag every single time I fly, which is hundreds of times. Right. Right. Per year. Okay. Maybe a thousand. Yeah. I've only had my luggage lost once. But that's, and I got it back immediately. I never got mine back. And you're never going to. And that's never happened gonna to me also. That. No, that's happened to oh, me Oh, that happened also. too? But the inconvenience of like lugging around. Okay. Now that's the second component. How often do you have a flight canceled and they say, you could take this other flight, but did you check your bag? That happens to me a lot. It happens to me, but they just reroute it. Yeah, but then you don't have your bag. Usually I'm headed home. 
Here's the other thing. <laughs> I think I'm ahead of this no, argument. No, I don't think so. It takes you so took much more beat. time. He, if you're listening right it's now, takes, 12 it's and a so half, kind of, took... It's so time-consuming. When you when you get there, you're not even there yet. you got to wait and watch this thing go around on a carousel and hope it comes. It's not even close to... How hard is it? These bags have wheels now. Have you noticed that? <laughs> like, how hard is not. it to... I still look. I'm not even going to beg to differ. I really, I'm really differing right now. Yeah, you're differing. I don't understand why anyone checks bags. Every possession you have owns you to some extent because it needs to be taken care of, right? And now you're letting your possessions in the hands of other people, and it owns you even more because you got to get, you got to retrieve it, you got to give it away and give it back. What is it? A boomerang? What are we doing here? What are we doing? You're being very funny and very logical <laughs> and wrong. I don't think it makes any sense many, to check bags. You're not also, owned by why do you want so many if things? If you're carrying around, the last thing you're you rolling bring, around your carry-on bag, but all it also the time, it also then you, that's being owned by your possessions. But it also, I just give it away and then they bring it back. But to it me. also encourages you to bring less stuff, and the less stuff you bring with you, the happier you are. I don't know. I like possibility. I, you know, that's what I do. I pack for possibility. So I get a bigger thing and I, it's not totally full. My suitcase is not totally full, but I pack for possibility. So I have like a, a portable foam roller, like an expanding foam roller if I'm going to foam roll. Yeah. You know, sometimes I don't even do that once throughout <laughs> the entire trip, but sometimes I do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I bring a scale. I like having a digital scale, you know? And so I bring all these things, clown nose, magic trick, just different <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Because who knows how it'll come up. Now I'm going to start carrying pillows for mic stands. For, instead of mic stands, yeah, we use mic stands as pillows. It's working. Pillows as mic stands. It is working. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at it to see if the sound's even working this way. I think it's probably pretty soft sounding. 107.9, the ocean breeze. Hey, what are you doing over there? You want to come over closer? Why don't you come? Why don't you come near to me? Hey, gosh, you look beautiful. Oh boy, look at your look at your hair. Oh, you're the most beautiful yeah. woman I've ever seen. There was there life. was a station growing up that was uh, it was something like ninety three point seven K E Z R. Yeah, yeah. There's always one station like easy listening. Turn down the sound and stay on the ground. What is that called? Like are. soft jazz? Is yeah. that easy listening yeah. music? Yeah. That really had a, a moment, but I don't know anybody, although I never met anybody who listened to like easy jazz or soft jazz. Have you ever known anybody who's like, my favorite music is soft jazz? It's so funny you say that because... Um, I've never met anybody who would say that or even include it in the type of music no, they like let me, to listen let to. Me, this is funny you say that because... The other day there was a motorcycle gang like that had stopped at the gas station and there were about three or four of these motorcycle riders and the one guy was cranking. I always think it's funny when the motorcycle guys are cranking music Yeah, from their motorcycle. Like, really? This is what it's about for you? The sound system on your motorcycle? So we, we're listening to this just, I don't know what the decimals were, but it was a lot. And it was easy listening jazz. And there was like a, a, a sax. And I was like, this is so was classic. It's Harley joke? Davidson. No. Did was, you get video of no, it? No, I did. I should have. I, you know, I, I didn't have my phone. But if I had, I mean, it was just like. Uh, it's just amazing. So funny. I was like, do you see what's going on here? Do you see how funny this is? And they all had like tons of tattoos yeah. and 
you know, biker jackets it? on That's and everything. Is anyone else seeing this? Did you see yeah. Anybody else? No, I didn't. I didn't know any. I didn't notice anybody else. But it was so funny. The God, type of music. Yeah. So we were talking about. Um, that was really bad. I'm going to be honest. What? My little sort of musical riff just then. No, that's okay. You can I do it again. I apologize to everybody. I'm serious. I was about to let it go, but then I couldn't. We'll fix it in post. This is a different way to do a podcast, and it informs, it shows a lot of how your body position informs your behavior. Because both of us are literally hugging pillows. We're in a hug. Yeah. yeah. We're in a, our arms are in a hug position. Okay. And. You know, I don't know. I mean, I think that we've been much more caring and giving on the podcast. You're just right. Sweeter and kinder. I mean, even when we were arguing, it was like gentle talk, gentle argument. It was just gentle, sweet, soft argument. Soft bickering. Soft bickering. On 102.5, the agreement. Yeah. Dude, like soft bickering is just like, hey, why don't you just put your shoes away when you get home? Yeah. I do think. I do think. Yeah, that, I need you to play the other part. Okay. Hey, why don't you just put your shoes away when you get home? Well, maybe I will. That was great, Cash. Um, we're kind of looking for an actor that has hair, so we're going to fix it in post, but you have not gotten the job. <laughs> but you weren't going to get the job anyway. Um, you know what? I think let's start off the show with something we like to call the Triple Mega Lightning, lightning Round. Oopsies, daisies, look this gut lazy. Generally, credit cards are for more expensive purchases, but she has a TJ Maxx credit card. She's like, I get points for that, right? You know she shops at CVS, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she's like a super saver. And if I give them my phone number, I think I told you this on a previous episode. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much balloons fall. They put a crown on my head. I'm in the top. She's like, oh, you're part of the top 1% of super savers at CVS. Is that true? Yeah. She, yeah, absolutely. She was actually there at CVS for a stick up. She was really? in CVS during a stick up like a month or two ago. Really? Yeah. And she was like, she took a few people to the back of the, as they got stuck up by somebody. Right. And she was telling those people she told they were looking like for a back door or something. Uh -huh. She was telling those people like, I could have gotten them a discount. They didn't even have to rip this place off. You know? no, she was already, <laughs> that was April was telling her, her uh, two people in hiding. I mean, she could tell the story better than I. I don't remember all the details, but it was interesting. That's and really that funny. I'll tell you one aspect of it, too. She called me during the stick up. She's like, we're being held up at the CVS. And I go, can I call you back? I just got my bagel uh, and cream cheese. So that's how, like, that's a good bagel. That's how committed that's you a good are bagel. to your family. Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't too worried. Because I know CVS is huge. She also was telling it like an anecdote, which wasn't really happening in the moment. Turned out it was. In any event, I want to go back to her TJ Maxx card. Triple Anger Lightning Round, question she, one. What, what, which what, card would what, you most what, like what? to have? A, a TJ Maxx credit card? An Arby's? credit card uh, a 99 cent store card or a yogurt land card i mean the you yogurt land card is really funny and they so have funny. those they have those i don't think so i just think it's so I funny had one. I yogurt, had a yogurt land has a credit card card a credit card it's a debit card that you can only use at yogurt land are you serious so 
<laughs> a whole land of yogurt. I love that. <laughs> no, when I think of By the Arby's way, card, for you, Arby's credit card for any is fledgling such a funny comedian, idea. for any fledgling comedian, any yogurt land joke will work. Pretty much. Have you ever seen a yogurt land joke not work? It's just a funny name for a place. Yeah. Yogurt land. It's usually a winner. Yeah. Anyway, I wonder if you can get a credit card where you can decide the design, the image that is printed on the card. And if you could, I would put it the Arby's logo. <laughs> and I think that would be amazing to have a credit card that looks like uh, an Arby's card. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we fill up stuff in our garage, and it's just more things that can break, and it's more things that you need to take care of. And you end up realizing that your possessions own you more than you own them because you have to keep them going all the time. But you guys have like, look, I remember you showing me, you'd open a drawer and there was like a detailed way that you s store your pens. Yeah, but that's your Kate. Pens. Yeah, exactly. That's Kate. And you like have a certain way that you do your pens and, you know, we and don't. I throw away pens. Majority My mother is of a our pen pens, hoarder. Majority of our pens don't work. My mother is a pen hoarder. I throw pen tantrums. <laughs> Are you when serious? a pen doesn't work, I'm like, I always, I'll snap it in half and I'll be like, these fucking pens never work. And I, and April like knows that's one of my, fetishes in fact you you asked the I'm other sorry, day fetish? fetish wrong word for it <laughs> one of my weaknesses wrong word but suddenly all y'all are thinking about <laughs> yeah, it yeah yeah actually you asked in the last episode what the thing people would be most surprised to see and that's me just snapping over pens yeah. that don't work yeah i think that's i could see that and my lose mother, it because it's the worst technology hoarder. it doesn't make any sense it, they last they don't last long enough my mother is a pen hoarder yeah. And she goes to all these conferences for her work and they give out free pens and she'll yeah. take like four or five yeah. pens. Yeah, I do that at So she has a drawer yeah. that's completely filled with pens. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about like yeah. 50 or 60 pens. Pen hoarding. It's so bizarre. And so I go through her pens sometimes yeah. when she's not looking, right? If she's yeah. not downstairs, yeah. I go through her pens and I test all of them. If any of them don't work, I throw them away. And then I throw away any copies, any doubles. And I do that every time I go there. And she's already restocked the pens. Really? By the time I come back. When I go back, she'll have a ton of pens. What do you do drawer. with the duplicates? You throw them away? I throw them in the trash. Even if they work? Yep. Can you save them and give them to me? I don't have any pens that work. Are you serious? It's insane. Yeah, I'll send you some pens. It drives me crazy. Do you not spend money on pens? Are I don't, you one of these writers? Spend, yeah, I don't spend any money. You don't on have pens. you wouldn't want to have you wouldn't have one of these, a Uniball? You can't take it with you. Yeah, you can't take yeah, it yeah, with yeah, you, yeah. but you're gonna lose it. But you check your bags, they're gonna okay lose it. It's okay to lose pens, stuff. they're gonna lose it. It's okay to lose things yeah. and then get another one. That's the American but way. The key is just to have less stuff in the first place to be lost. And that's where I think we're failing. Are you are you adding to this problem at your home? No, I don't have too many things. But I probably do you bring things in. Do you bring things home? Do you buy things when you're on the road? There's a bunch of families, other families I've brought in. And that's a problem. And that's a real problem. And that's not ideal. Yeah. No, but really, really. Um, yeah, I probably bring him to uh, home too much. You know, I'll do like these corporate shows at these conventions and they give you a lot of free stuff and backpacks yeah. filled with junk. And I do have a hard time. Like I have a bunch of Kellogg's bags with stuff inside of them, that kind of thing. Um, so I'm part of the problem, you know, yeah, there there's you go. no doubt about it. I'm part of the problem. I have discovered though. You do um, complain about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I have discovered though. Not in a negative way. And I think it's we may just, have talked the about this. Of your in terms of possessions, I have discovered, and I, we may have talked about this on a previous 
episode, and forgive me if that happened, or Miles, you can cut this part out. But I think the most important <laughs> purchases you can make are um, for, like, let me just put it this way. I was in Bend, Oregon, and I, my bike broke down, which I've had for like 25, 30 years, my mountain bike. Mm. And so they, I rented a mountain bike, and I had no idea how good mountain bikes have gotten. I, it was like a different sport. Yeah, I mean, my bike was my bike was invented for like you know fire roads or something. Right. This was built for actual obstacle courses with rocks that you can jump over, stuff like that. And I had so much fun, and I was like, and I found that to be the case with my surfboard too, where I upgraded my surfboard, board, my surf hoard. No, you're a surfboard. I was hoarding, gourding. A gourd. It was a gourd that lives inside my surfboard. Every October, he yeah. goes gourding I gourd. with his surfboard. I gourd. So I found that, though. I love my new surfboard. It's so much better than my old one. And I think if you want to upgrade your sporting equipment, those are always great purchases. Because oh, I agree. You, the pleasure you get out of those things is so much higher than so many other things you could spend money on. It's interesting. It's great to have a nice bike. And it's great to have a nice surfboard. Whatever you like to do, I think those are good purchases. What's interesting is uh, I play squash. Yeah. And it doesn't really make a ton of sense to buy a really expensive racket because it's not that different. Unless you're really good at squash. Okay. Any racket will kind of do that's a So maybe that's racket. the exception. Because so I think it does make a difference in some of these sports. Oh, for sure. You know. A little bit like basketball. Well, that's you to have a good basketball versus a bad one. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <clears throat> I mean, it does, obviously, but I just don't think I know what you're saying. Though, this coming but, from the guy that always has pens that work and basketballs filled with air. That's a weird <laughs> one in terms of an ending. No, I thought that'd be funny. I like, that'd be really bitter, like a bitter comment at the end, like you, you and your filled up basketballs. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of possessions, can we talk about my Wait, pants situation? No, I want to keep going. Just for okay, a sure. All right. I'm it was too dark. Know, it was yeah. too dark. It was too it's dark. It's too dark to end on. Can we talk about my pants for a second? What? Why so wouldn't I was, we? I was ironing my pants before the show for tonight, and uh, I only have one pair of sort of fancy pants, which I might wear on you a have Saturday. One pair of show pants. I pretty much have only a few outfits I'll wear on stage, just because because uh, I don't check my bags and. Um, <laughs> so I don't have, you know, plus the the podcast equipment is so heavy and so bulky that I don't have room for more than one outfit. So I uh, actually also because the podcast pays so little, I can only afford one outfit anyway. So so <laughs> so there's there's the but pants. We would appreciate your help on Patreon. Yeah. So the, the pants themselves, I was ironing them and it left a um iron mark on my pants i would say a faint iron mark a faint iron mark which we don't know under the lights if it's going to be really obvious that i've got a like you don't yeah. know let's be real we don't know i want to be real we don't know do you think it's going to show up or not on stage you think it'll not be not in a Why way does he have... it will but not in a way that the audience will notice so here's what i was thinking of doing because it's right near your little ankies it's near my knee pretty much yeah near your anky doodle yeah yeah your ankles it's near my Ankle doodle do. Yeah, it is. Exactly. Which should be the name of the episode. Ankle doodle do. Because it has nothing to do with anything that happened during this. Or we could call this episode Pillow Talk. You know, they say cankle. I think that means calf Cankles, ankle. Cankles, yeah. Does that mean calf ankle? Y yeah, it's the, uh, it's the thing between your ankles and your calves. It's like fatty, fatty parts. Your cankles. <laughs> yeah. Your 
calves and your ankles. Throughout the episode, that used to be my much more difficult to understand. No, that used to be my <laughs> that used to be my put down. Someone would be like, "You look tired." I'd say, "I love your cankles." That's what you say. Yeah. I love your cankles. believe that you're saying Yeah, because it's like the fatty I thing, between, fatty thing between your foot and your calf, and it's kind of a, a lot of people don't know what it means, so it's sort of a veiled insult, and they'll go, and it's like a, and then they'll go home and look it up later, and they'll oh, see I that they were being insulted. What, I think everybody knows what cankles are. I thought it was more like a delayed reaction insult, where they'd find out later they were insulted. Well, I think even it's a confusing insult. It's a time release, like, a time release insult. Because then they kind of were looking at their ankles. Yeah. They're going, do I have cankles? <laughs> I like I like, uh, I like, like time release insults. When you're looking at your ankles and wondering if they're cankles. <laughs> Ankle doodle doo. <laughs> That's what I So here's what we were thinking with the pants. And this is, this, oh. is, this is what I was thinking. Maybe what I should do, if it's too obvious on stage that I have this, uh, you know, mark from the iron... Mm-hmm. Maybe I should just make iron marks all over the pants. Make like ten of them. I think that's the way. That's Ed Hardy. That's all. That's buckle. And then, that's that mall shop buckle. And then I'll be the guy. Years from now, people will be like, "He's the guy that wears those pants with the thing, you know, with the iron marks on him." And I, that'll become somebody my, else will run into my, the room and go, "You guys talking about Iron Mark? Yeah, old Iron, iron mark. mark Levy? Is that what, <laughs> what you guys were talking about? I, I heard Iron and I heard Mark, so I ran in." <laughs> He's my favorite. <laughs> and he just pours milk all over his pants. <laughs> He's like, all right, I guess I got to get going. Remember, it's just me, old milk pants. <laughs> and then he runs out. Everybody's like, he's really trying to get all of us to refer to him as milk pants. Yeah. Is there a malady where people, um, their arm, under their arm, their armpits, sweat too much is there a malady like that because yeah. i met someone yesterday that it was like a it was it was a giant it was really pouring it was a giant stain on both sides like almost and wouldn't you wear a shirt and this is a dress shirt this man was wearing is there and then they come to a point where is they there under they just go that's what that's it what it's gonna be that's sort of like my psoriasis i'm like you know it's something other people are gonna have to suffer looking at i mean they have to look at my scaly skin you know, do I, don't you, I know we've talked about this, but do you think that it's because of stress? No, no, because it's it, there's other people in my family that have it that are right. more relaxed than me. Okay, I see. Yeah, I yeah, see. yeah. But um, it's it's something. And other you don't people, take any medication for it. I don't because if you look at the advertisements, it's one of those like you know, be careful if you might get depressed or you might uh, have erectile dysfunction or you might uh, you know they have all these different things Can't that can that. happen. And you're just like, how is this worth crawling it? back for more when it comes to cash levy? How is that this worth is what any? My of. friend Cash Levy would say it's very vain to think that the you medicate and risk depression to look right like to you look don't a little have better. Psoriasis, right? Yeah, and seriously, the after effects are huge. I took some medicine and it went away in like two weeks. And this was before I knew about the sort of side effects. They yeah. claimed there'd be none, and I was getting sick a lot more. You get like sinus infections and all kinds of stuff. It also affects like how you're feeling, um, your energy levels. And I was almost after like a month or two, I was like, this isn't going to be worth any really? of it. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about what happened in Calgary. That and, uh, we were. And cash. I wasn't sure. That we were. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Easy listening. Soft jazz on 106. Point. Oh, yeah. Buttery. The pillow buttery pillow talk 
on the listener. <laughs> the listener. 102.6, the listener. Next up, we'll just be listening to you. Listening to what's going on around us. 104.5, the bedspread. <laughs> all right, in all of the events, you were in Calgary and you had an experience that I think is interesting. I would, would not call it a trial, but would we call it a temptation? Yeah, we were, um, it was the last temptation of, cra- of cash. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that's true. Um, oh, yeah. I don't really get approached much at my age after shows. You know, like it's, it's much easier than it was before in terms of the streak, in terms of resisting any temptations. Because people, you know, first of all, I talk about being married on stage. Yeah. And uh, not it's every very, show. It takes a very bold person. Yeah, not every show. But also, uh, I'm truly a hideous creature at this point. I've got the scaly skin, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, I've got no hair. <laughs> uh, I'm you that's know, not true. But I do have a virility that some find hard to resist. <laughs> that's true. And, uh, <laughs> He's joking, but it's true. <laughs> I have Why a swarthiness. Ever, I have a swarthiness that some find irresistible. Portuguese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portuguese. Yeah. Portuguese in its nature. Do you ever so, do you ever grow a goatee? I did. I did for a while. It was like three or four years. One of my headshots has a goatee. I'll see it like a comedy club once should, in a while. You should grow it out. Yeah. Can you just grow it out like the week before we see yeah. each other next? Yeah. No, one of my comedy clubs, I, it doesn't take me more than like a week or two. Let's do it. Yeah. It's kind of, feels kind of old school a little bit, the goatee. Really? Yeah. I, I grew it probably between, say, uh, 2000 and 2002 or something. Something in that range. And then I was like, eh. I've kind of got a beard now. Yeah. Which I haven't in a while. Yeah. I think it might be time for it to come back a little bit. Yeah. I grew a pretty long beard pretty quick. Yeah, I grow, and my hair grows really Yeah, it's also. not hard for me. And then. Have you ever let your hair I do grow find it long? On, your, on the sides? Yeah. Just straight out? Really long? Just. <laughs> <laughs> then tie it around the back? I've never seen that. I have, a, I have imaginary hilarious. hair. I have imaginary hair in, in a ponytail. That's a, it's in a ponytail right now. It's in a man bun. That's the real question for uh, bald yeah. people. What's, what style of hair do you have in your mind, in your mind's eye? You know? That's so funny. Do we have time for this story or should we tease it for the next episode? Oh, it's a pretty, it's a doozy. We can tease it for the next one. It's a doozy. I, just the image of a guy who's grown this side of his hair out down to his shoulders. And then he he ties it around back like a ponytail. Um, I think it's just so hilarious. It's a doozy of a story. So, and it takes, it's going to take, we're going to have to dig in to get down to the bottom to stay on top. Uh <laughs> We're going to have to dig in, to dive down, to stay on top of it, and um, see what's underneath it as well. We're going to get our head around it, and we're going to bowl right through it. We're going to get our head around it and rip it around the back. Uh, let's do some maskers before we go, and then I'm going to tell this that. Calgary temptation story let's on the next episode. Maskers! The Calgary temptation. CSX Tubman writes, haven't listened to the show in a while, but I'm watching First Blood for the first time, and I felt like a sleeper agent being activated when Richard Crenna shows up. To do what it takes to survive, to live off the land, to eat things that'll make a Billy Goat puke. To kill, period. <laughs> I love that he felt Remember one thing. It's so funny. Remember one thing when he got there with John Rambo? 
Ample supply of body bags. Body bags. Jared Buckley on Twitter writes, uh, women who only date airplane inventors waiting for Mr. Wright. That's amazing. Yeah, I was in, have you ever been in Dayton? Oh yeah, I can't stop. That's where the Wright brothers are from. Yeah, oh, And yeah. you can kind of get a feeling for why they invented the airplane. Uh, it's just that that place inspired them to just uh, get out of that shit Get hole. the fuck out yeah, of there. Get out yeah. of that shit hole. <laughs> oh, man. At Soup Darkness writes, uh, On my old Twitter account years ago, I had asked TJ a question that's plagued me for years. Thank you for answering, TJ. I had asked, quote, If you had to lick a bird, would you choose its head or its back? He said, <laughs> Top o the head to you. <laughs> <laughs> you agree, Cash? <laughs> you know, uh, I don't remember. That's really funny. It's so funny. Because... Top of the head to you. I, you know, you don't realize how funny the show can be at times. Once in a while, I'll, <laughs> someone will write me something. I'm like, you know what? That was hilarious. You know? Yeah, that's so ridiculous. Uh, tell your friends. Top man. of the head to you. And we're really excited that people are, um, you know, spreading the word about cashing in because... It is really fun, and we would love to have 13 and a half listeners. It would. Just one day. Yeah, I know. Just not for a day. Now, just to know what it feels year, like. Or next decade or spread, the, spread the word. Tell your friends about us. Tell your family spread about us. Spread the word. You might lose. Lick the bird. Lick the bird. Spread the word. Have you heard? Ankle doodle do. What did he mean by have cankles? <laughs>